0: From Relay FM, this is the Pan Addict episode 253. Today's show is brought to you by MacWorld and Retro 51. My name is Mike Hurley. We are live in front of our lovely studio audience in Atlanta for the Atlanta Pan Show. I am, as always, joined by Mr. Brad Dowdy. Hello, Michael. Hi, Brad. And of course, the one and only person we can have join us to host these episodes, Anna Reinand.
1: Hi, everybody. Hi, guys.
2: You get a
0: clap. All right, so we have a big show today. We have some guests today, which is a first for the live shows. Uh, But before we start, we should just take a moment to thank everyone who backed the Kickstarter campaign. Because we literally wouldn't be here without all of you who have done this. And we're recording this episode on video. And that video will come out in a couple of weeks' time um so Brad I guess you want to say something as well
3: Yeah like this is a big deal like this is the event for me personally for us yep. as a show for you know all the friends I've made. Get everyone in one place. See everyone. Meet new people. And just to see the support we have, it's continually mind blowing. I don't get it sometimes, but I'm glad. glad it's there, and I appreciate all of y'all. So thank you for allowing us to do this. I mean, you're why we do it. So thank you very much.
0: Yeah, and we're we're. This is the first of three dates on our North American tour this year. Yeah, we did we did a little crazy mm-hmm. on the Kickstarter this year, but the Atlanta show will always be our home show. Yes, um and. Being able to do this is amazing. So thank you. Yep. But that's not the only people we should thank.
3: Yeah, I want to be sure to thank Jimmy and Suzanne Dola for allowing us to do this. Um, their support to give us a room to have a party for us, to call me and take me out to lunch, to say what can we do I for get you. Those and the pins yeah
1: <laughs> hey what you can, did, did, did you we, get in on the lunch no, I, I didn't get in get on, we, we, can af- the we
3: can't afford it. that many flights it's
2: just the, the face <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: but uh they're awesome like they in my eyes they they hang the moon and we would definitely not be doing this with we don't have the support of the show promoters who believe yep. in this Yep. and that's not an easy thing these days still to allow us to do something like this at a pin show. So that's great. I just yeah. wanted to be sure to thank them.
0: Yeah. No one else understands what we're trying to do. Um, and, like, we have, like, 80 or 90 people in a room right now with chairs, and they let us get everything set up. Mm-hmm. So can we just give them a round of applause, please? <laughs> now... Whilst this isn't – because our calendar got all weird this year and this is episode 253 because we can't do the big numbers. But we do have some like show-related announcements. One of them is kind of hilarious. So whilst the show over its five years Mm -hmm. has moved from place to place, over time we lost some of the show notes with the feeds that are moving over. It's like the first 50 episodes of the show, there's no notes in the feed. Well, a couple of days ago, I found just a bunch of text files on my computer, which were all of the original show
2: notes.
0: (laughs) So they are now in the feed. So if you are a person who has ever listened back, or maybe you're one of these people that listens now and will go back, all of the links to all of the pens and the paper and the notebooks that we mentioned in those episodes is now there, which is great. And I found out two fun facts. For the first ten episodes, so episode eight featured the first review of the Retro Fifty One Tornado. All the way back in episode eight, that's when I bought my first one. Uh, and episode ten was actually Brad's review of the Atlanta Pen Show for the first time.
3: Yeah, so my first time like walking these aisles way before any of this was even like a pipe dream. Yeah, it was like I am going to go to this pen show and He's I have like no totally idea Totally bewildered. What's going it's going. Yeah. hilarious. It's so funny. <laughs> I need to go back. I need to go back and listen to that now.
1: So we all have something to listen to on the car ride or the flight home is to go back and listen to episode eight and And see exactly how newbie you sound. I expect (laughs) that there's
0: elements of me at that point being like, there's there's a pen show. A pen show? Who's going to buy
1: a fountain pen? Why would you want one of those? Why do you need more than one color ink? We did get
0: an antidote (laughs) uh, from that
3: episode that's still a recurring theme with uh, one of my good friends and vendors in the room, I'll leave her nameless uh, for now, but I got, I bought my first Pelican gold nib pen in that episode 10 show, and we were talking about it, and um, I bought it from a gentleman who worked on the nib when I made the purchase, he worked on the nib for me, and I was so kind of green and didn't know what I was doing. I just like accepted that and I took it home and it was awful. Like I didn't know what to ask for. Yeah. I didn't know what to do and Mike said,
0: "So, let me get this straight. You you, you paid him this money and he ruined the nib." <laughs> <laughs> and that somehow Brad just accepted that and was fine with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But the the moral of the, well, the 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 end of the story is you got it
3: fixed, right? Yeah, well, I sent it off to Mike Masayama, which is what you do when you need something really, really good. <laughs> so I, I fixed that quickly. But, you know, my pain is your gain, I guess. I don't know. So, yeah, hopefully we've all learned from that. I certainly have. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but there is more. So we have, we have spoken for so long about the idea of having a wiki. And you have something to say about the wiki.
3: Yeah, so it's kind of funny that Mike found these show notes right when... A wonderful member of the community, a gentleman named Matthias from his blog is called Blystift. He's in um, England, and he runs a wonderful pencil blog. And we talked when we first started bringing up this wiki thing. He volunteered his time, which so many of y'all did. Like, we want to help you build this wiki because we know when we first started listening to this show that we needed those show notes to go and find out what y'all are talking about. Well... Mike and I kept not putting it off, but it, that's hard to fit in our schedule. So there was a lot going on. We couldn't get that done. And then I get an email out of the blue from Matthias. He said, hey, I'm done. I'm like, what are you talking <laughs> about? Here's a link. He had like episode 50 to 250 in a wiki linked, uploaded. Everything was perfect. So we'll share this in the show notes. Um now yep. the first 50 episodes are in there and I know a lot of you wanted to contribute to the wiki. You can now go in. If you listen to an old episode, you can add notes. Um you can, you know, link, you know, threads like the Visionaire or the Scribble Pen. Like a lot of people <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people if they jump in in the middle and we're like four episodes into killing the Visionaire. I I promise I won't do that to you guys today on the show Vito and uh, Jonathan. Um you know, when we're uh talking about them someone doesn't know hey what do you yeah. mean Visionaire? we can now link all that stuff and send people to the wiki so Matthias did did some heavy lifting and um there's already people working on the wiki to make it as good as it could be and it's not just a pen attic wiki it's a stationary wiki it has erasable podcast episodes it has general brand information so this is a great community resource that anyone and everyone is welcome to contribute to
0: and um it's it's ready to roll finally yep. so thank you Matthias. yeah so we'll have updates on that as it starts to grow. But the idea is that eventually you'll be able to go and like, I want to know about this pen and you click into this pen and you get information about it. You'll get like what episodes of this show was it spoken about? What episodes of this? So I think it's going to be a real great resource that we'll be talking about a lot as time goes on. So we're really happy that again, our amazing community has done something incredible for us. Yep. So, there 's been some new products that we actually want to talk about, because one we thought it was funny, and then two we now have them in front of us. so there have been two new field notes products come up since the last show. Uh, the first is the everyday inspiration, which we have with us here uh ryan who 's in the audience. he actually received his just before he came to the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Everyday Inspiration is a collaboration that Field Notes have done with Bellroy, and it's a leather case, right, to carry Field Notes and other related paraphernalia in. Now, Field Notes have made their own in the past, right? Yeah, they have. A couple of different—they've made a pocket. The Pony Express pouch was yep. a pouch for, like, three, and then they have a regular standard leather cover that mm-hmm. they make individual— but this is like a this is something that they work working in partnership with Belroy. It's co-branded, and Belroy make like loads of cool wallets and stuff. I have a Belroy wallet which I really love. Their leather stuff is incredible. Um, and this is a you get a, like a custom notebook set with it and two. It's really nice. I mean, I know you're getting one, so we'll have a full review. But we wanted to at least mention it, especially because we've got it here. Something I didn't know, which I think is super cool, is that there's like a magnetic clasp that keeps it shut, mm-hmm. um, and it l- opens flat and. It's really beautiful, and it smells like lovely leather, and <laughs> there's card wallets, holders, and stuff. It's really nice. It's really nice. Yeah, so I have to uh, spill
3: some of Anna's secrets here. Um, Mike and I uh, are good friends with Brian Bedell at Field Notes, but they are, like, it's funny to say, like, a stationary community super secretive about their products. Like, that sounds just, like, ridiculous to say, but they keep everything on lock. But someone sitting at this table not named Mike or Brad
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> sometimes knows things and I wanted to know did you know about this before?
1: I did more? not. Okay. I did not.
3: You and Brian go way yeah. back. Like yeah, you Brian
1: f- and I have been friends for years and yeah. but he there's a lot of stuff that even when I poke and prod at Brian I don't hear about until after the fact. And sometimes it's because their product cycles move very quickly mm-hmm. and but sometimes he just can't he cannot dish what's going on yeah
3: so. yeah that's always tough knowing
0: knowing someone in the end and they, they yeah. can't give you the information
1: yeah but uh, that happens a lot mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, yeah
0: yeah yep. and i'm really excited that uh the pitch black is an addition that they've had for a while which is which was uh, just a black one of the regular craft and they now make a large pitch black which is the arts and sciences size which is something that I have been asking field notes to do for such a long time, so long in fact that I have replaced the need that I had for it with the byline edition because they <laughs> created the reporters <laughs> notebook, right? So I was using them for my show notes, and was asking and like stockpiling arts and sciences. Then they created the byline, which was perfect for that use. Then they created what do they call the the, the byline one? Is the reporters notebook? But the reporters yeah. notebook size, and now they make that. Um, but now they do a large pitch page. black front page, um, and. I'm so happy that I actually have this because Ryan, who I mentioned before, who's awesome, actually just gave me his. <laughs> so thank you, Ryan, for doing that. Yeah, so this so is the I now mic have ed- it.
3: This is the mic edition. Yep, like so I've yeah. now
0: got it. Uh, so I've got it in front. So and making I'm really all the pleased. stuff you love. Yeah, they, they, they listen to me, but just slowly. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> but I, I think that uh, it's great. I, I think this is a, a good extension of their product line. So I said like, many times, this is a great size for a notebook. Um, And I'm really pleased that they found a way to to make it part of their line. Mm Because I think that it is a really, really welcome addition. Yep. So I'm really happy about that. But we are in Atlanta. So we should talk about the pen show a little bit. Yep. So, Anna, how's the show going for you?
1: Really good. We've been super busy. I've been helping out the Venice pens table. So mostly I've seen the back of ink boxes and (laughs) ink bottles for two days. Um, I know that one. Yeah. But it's been um, it's been really fun, been super busy. Um, But, you know, I mean, it's it's interesting because um, for the last two years, I've been able to come to the show and shop and visit more. But Mm -hmm. this year I've been working. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of seeing the other side of a pen show, which is also very fun and very interesting. It's nice. I stay in one place. People come to me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <Yep. laughs> which is fun um but it's also also a great experience because i learn so much about the products and what th- people are interested in and what are they, what they want to see more of so for me it gives me a good idea of what i need to go home and review and you know like making sure like yeah. what everyone's bought and making sure that i get more reviews of those particular colors up on the blog um so that's always interesting finding yeah. out what people like what they don't like. So yeah. how
3: are how is the uh the coloring going at uh the Vanessa Pins table? I know you've had them there and so when yeah. people either say I just came they don't say I, I love you Lisa Vanessa. I don't know if you're in here but they say I just came from seeing Anna or I'm going to see Anna. They don't say I'm going to the <laughs> Vanessa <Venice laughs> <pen." laughs> because I have to get a coloring. So how are those uh, They've been
1: selling thing? really well, which Good. has been really exciting and yeah. um I it's it's just hard it's like it's been such a weird experience for me because i Mm -hmm. i just didn't know how well they were going to do yeah so it's been it's been interesting just to like release a product for the first time and i i mean brad we've talked about this a lot over the last couple of weeks this is my first experience with making and selling a product for the first time like kind of a a big release of something so for Mm -hmm. me it's like having people be like I'm going to buy one. No, I'm going to buy two. (laughs) And you're like, buy five. And so it's been really, (laughs) you know, it's just been like, it's just fun. It's fun to see people get really excited about it and, and. Yeah, it's a yeah. Pen. I'm
0: really bad for that. The knock table, I just like try and get people to buy six things. <laughs> <laughs> just like, just we have more pens. Just buy more. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. So over,
1: <laughs> 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 you need to com- you need to come so sell bad. some colorings I'll for me. I'll pop over tomorrow. Okay, yeah. awesome, awesome,
3: great, awesome. So over by your table is the Vaness Pens ink testing station, but oh, this year yep. it happened a little something, a little special happened on that table.
1: Oh. Someone yeah. did
3: something. Someone's responsible. Someone
1: was responsible so, for some interesting coloring. Did anyone? I, I, coloring think, pages. I think some of you did
3: some little additional coloring over there on the ink, ta- ink testing In-station. station. Yeah, anyone, some anyone need to confess anything, anything? while we're. No, 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 colour. yeah, no, no
1: one's coming clean. Okay. No. So, the
0: okay. coloring book that Alex created that we've been speaking about a bunch it has some additions now. It includes a, an illustration. Of <laughs> <Anna>.
2: <laughs> 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 Doug has
0: just uh, shown some incredible artwork that we'll put uh, in the show notes, which is Doug's uh, artwork that he has made, which is a Fright Night version.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, uh, <laughs> Of the three of us. Basically, somebody is responsible for printing out line art of uh, the coloring book, which (laughs) has then been put at the ink testing stations. And people have been coloring us in. And the funny thing is when I walked past, I I was in the room today, and you can see people that are basically just kind of scribbling because they don't, they're not, you know, maybe not, I'm assuming not everybody knows what this is in reference (laughs) to. And it's funny because you can tell the people that are doing that because they don't scribble on the faces. It's around us. So like they don't color in the people because they're just (laughs) like, I don't know what this is. So like they kind of (laughs) just scribble around the edge of the art, which is kind of hilarious. But yeah, that has been a,
3: a that's a show highlight for me without question. It's amazing. I love every second of it. So please keep, coloring and sharing them and posting on instagram and making fun of us because that's what gets us through the day we like to it smile we like to laugh and this is one way to do it i love it absolutely yep. ab-
1: love it it's fabulous the yeah. s- thanks doug the scary yeah. voodoo people has is your has excellent. your
3: of all the pictures i've seen has your hair not been pink yet
1: i don't think yeah. yeah everyone's been very consistent yeah consistently <laughs> pink mm.
3: <laughs> consistency is good so how is your show going mike like you
0: well like
3: we put you to work
1: yeah, at this I'm show tired.
3: yeah
0: Yep. Yeah, very tired. Um, what did we start? 8, 8 a.m. till 5? Well, we started like Thursday night. Well, that's true. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I always enjoy the show um, because I get to hang out with you and Jeff all day, which is great, and I love that because I love you both. And we get to <laughs> see loads of people coming in and saying hi, and that's always fun. And we get to hang out at the table, and we get to sell stuff. This year, I know all the names of all the products yeah uh, oh, thank you thank you yeah so we we
3: discovered over the past two years we learned, and we discovered that Mike needs pictures, so
0: yeah. hey
3: look, so we got Mike pictures this no, year n- right the names
0: of your products right they mean nothing to, to, to <laughs> the, the, like if you called them like the three pen bag and the two pen case like it would you know they 're like lookout and fodder stack and bronze it doesn't mean anything especially mm. to me like I don't even really know what these things are is it lakes and mountains or something yeah right like Georgia landmarks yeah, so but but this year i you did the pictures I didn't even need it the only thing I, I can't remember the prices now though that's mm. the, that's the thing so I have to keep checking them for the prices yeah
3: okay so I need to check receipts is what you're saying yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: every time you and Jeff leave the table I don't know why you think that's a good idea like yeah. So The that's price is slashed across the board. That's a pro sh- <laughs> yeah. That's a pro
3: shopping tip yep. for any of y'all. If you see Jeff and I not there, go. Yeah.
1: Well, last year you left the two of us alone for like half of a Sunday. Yeah. So that was leaving the monkeys in charge of the zoo. Oh, so. yeah.
0: That was one of those interviews that happened. Yeah. yeah, that was bad for you, man. <laughs> that's right. That's Whoa. right. Yeah. So we did He was that. complaining
1: about all the money being the same size. Yep. We, neither one of us. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So it's just whatever, you know, I just dip my hand in the bag and you get it. It all looks the same. He's like, I have to read the numbers. This
1: this is ridiculous. Oh, we did sort it all, though. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so, but I enjoy it so much. It is, it is great fun. It's tiring work. It's hard work. Um, I do not envy you two for doing this more than once a year. Uh, Oh, no, I am this year, right? Uh, Well, that's that's the whole thing. Uh, Yeah, that's a thing. But it is, it's great. It's great. Um, but the thing that I'm maybe most excited about is my big purchases here. Mm. So I, fu- I... Well, so the Canalea pen company, it, a, we've been talking about them forever, and I have wanted to get one of their pens for such a long time, but decided that I wasn't going to do it until I could see them, because right? I wanted to see the whole range. Now, where our table is, there's a doorway, and through the doorway <laughs> is the Canalea pen company. <laughs> so I was watching them set up. So like I was standing, and I was watching... And they started to take out some pens. And I'm like, right, I'm going for it. Because (laughs) I wanted to have the pick of them all, right? I (laughs) wanted to see all the pens.
3: So He's saying this in my ear. Like, while I'm setting up the table, he's like, okay, I'm watching them. All right. I think they have three pens out now. I don't – all right, right, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. So I
0: have to let Brad know. So I was going to be gone for a while. So I went over and saw Hugh and Carol, who are lovely people, absolutely lovely people. Um, and I was kind of looking through what they had, and I, I was picking up a few, and I was like, right, I'm going to get this one. So I picked the one that I wanted. And then, so I'm chatting with Carol, and she's getting more out. And then, so with Hugh's he like, he's getting all the nib ready for me, and I'm nearly done. And I'm like, oh, I want to change my order, because they're getting more of them out. So the one that I ended up picking up, it's called the, is it the Mao, Ma- Maui Makai, and it's unbelievable. So like the, the pictures on the website don't do it justice, but it's like, it's like the the seas and rocks type thing, right? Mm-hmm. So there's like this white and and black swelled together, and then there's a bunch of blue, but the middle section is almost clear. It's like transparent. So now I'm that thing's going to be eyedroppered. It's going to be incredible. Uh, I'm so happy. That presentation is just amazing too. So I cannot recommend these pens enough. They're absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy I got one. Yep, and that was uh, right out the gate, so you, you blew the
3: budget immediately. Are there more more pins in it, your it's, it's all on buying yeah. Okay, so yeah. you were focused, focused purchase. Yep. I like that. I like that. So I'm focused on not purchasing because now that I do this more often, I've already been to two pin shows this year, and it's only April, and <coughs> wow.
2: <laughs> yeah,
3: so I bought a $50 pin that I had to have this morning, so we'll... We'll uh, talk yeah, more about last that night later. At the bar, but yeah, Brad's showing
0: all of his pens, and he's like, "That's why I'm not buying anything <laughs> this year. That's why I'm not buying anything <laughs> this year." And there's just all these things that he's <laughs> showing, along with the the sailor, the bung box sailor mm-hmm. that I love so yeah, much, the fifth anniversary yeah. sailor, which yeah. seems that everybody's got, except me. Everyone had them. <laughs> it's like, oh, I've got one, I've got one, but yeah. I didn't get one. <laughs> and are you? Have you had the time? to buy anything are you buying anything this year
1: i i didn't actually get to buy any pens i just keep sending people to buy pens for me because I this is a them. life hack right here this yeah. is <laughs> the way to do it so um julia got some lovely pens mm-hmm. from joe who was at the arkansas pen show yep. at the table next to me so even at the arkansas show i didn't actually go anywhere to buy pens i was literally like reaching into the tray (laughs) next to me and like pulling them over and being like how much for this one joe (laughs) (laughs) so she had gotten some yesterday um that were new old stock pilot Uh pens from as as casey pointed out from korea and so i sent her over with a handful of cash and said if he has any more make a deal Grab them and bring them back. And so she did. So I got – she brought back three of them and said, made a great deal. Here's your change. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you make a deal. That was how you make a deal. So – and then um, I stood in front of the Franklin Kristoff table um, Friday morning before they opened. Which uh, is the only time to stand Which is the only time. Waiting Mm -hmm. for for prototypes. Grabbed a pen body and literally threw my credit card at (laughs) them and the pen. And said, "I'll pick out a nib later." And so it's still <laughs> basically in hawk until I can pick out a nib. Did so, she still have
0: your credit card? Or
1: uh, she actually threw the card back at <laughs> me and said, "Well, I'll, Audrey's like, I'll deal with you later." Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> that, I
0: don't think that sounds as good as you hope yeah. it does. That's, that's yeah. that sounds pretty like a bad much situation.
1: No. Oh, she she still has the pen. Uh-huh, They're yeah. still holding it for me. So. Yeah, that's actually by, I mean, by Christoph's
0: Sunday. new motto.
3: They're so busy. I'll deal with you later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much.
1: If, and it, I mean, it's to the point where it's like, I will see them in two weeks. Right. So I'll deal with you later <laughs> might be in Chicago at this point. Right, right. So, yeah. But it's right. really pretty. Yeah.
0: So that's where we are with the show right now. We'll talk more about this next week because we recording another episode in like three or four days. <laughs> so we have to save something. Uh, so
1: even me, you'll deal with me later. Yeah, yes. we'll deal with
0: you later. <laughs> we'll deal with you later. <laughs> And we have a couple of guests this week.
3: Yes. Yeah, so I wanted to do something a little bit different this time. Um, you never know how to put these shows together, 253 episodes in. I still don't know exactly how I want mm-hmm. to do a show on a daily basis. And I thought this year we have so many great people and great vendors and great people we've met over the years that I wanted to do some interviews this year. And I ran it, ran it by Mike, and he said no because we don't know if we can do it technically. But what I love about you and Relay, is we have the technical acumen mm-hmm. to do what I want to do. Yep. Um. And so I won. You and, won. Uh, yep. And we're going to have two guests on we this episode. We're going to have Vito from Story Supply and Jonathan from Carolina Pen Company coming up here momentarily. So uh,
0: I'm really excited to do something a little bit different this year. So yeah, it's cool. But let me talk about something I'm so excited about. So our first sponsor for this week's show is Retro 51, which... I cannot even explain how long <laughs> I have been trying to make this happen. Uh, they got in contact a couple of weeks ago and said they wanted to do this, and I was like, I'm putting you on the pen show episode. So I'm so excited because this is a pen company that I have tried to become the face of for years. <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> that would be a huge mistake on their part. <laughs> 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 I appreciate that you got more, O's than (laughs) laughter during (laughs) that. The audience are turning against you. So (laughs) a couple of things that that they wanted me to say. So Retro 51, they started to release their 2017 designs. Uh, They're starting with three new Slim Tornado colors and two new Desk Set colors. And they have more new designs coming at the end of May. And their limited edition Popper series has some unique and fun designs available for a limited time. So you can go check them out at retro51.com. That's R-E-T-R-O-5-1.com. Or you can follow them on social media so you can get a first look at this year's limited editions. And all of the links for their social media pages are on their homepage. So I will now want to say a few things. So mm-hmm. I, anybody that listens to this show knows that I will recommend this pen to everyone as their starter pen. right? Like, Or as a gift for someone, like if there's someone in your life you think they might be interested in this stuff, it's a great pen. Because I don't think I've ever given a Retro 51 to someone and then use it and not say something along the lines of, wow, this is really nice, or, oh, this is unexpected. Like, it it just has a way of grabbing people, because it's a great pen, it's made really well, and the refills that they use are just incredible. Like, it happens without fail. And Retro 51 Tornadoes have become, like, my collection within a collection. And I counted before I left for Atlanta, and I have at least 35 now. Um, And I say at least because I know that some of them have found their way from out of my drawers in my office, to adina's bag (laughs) because every now and then she's like i'll go do some work i'm like okay and then she pulls her pen out and i'm like that's where that one went (laughs) so but like i i love these pens i'm using one right now i'm using the surf edition i always have one in my bags with me like if for any reason you don't have a retro 51 you should get one there are tons available at the show there are tons available loads of stockers. So you go to retro51.com, they have a great catalogue and you can see what they have. You should get one. You will not be disappointed by these pens because not only do they work well, they have so many designs. You will find one that means something to you in some way, whether you think it's pretty or, or like it literally means something to you. Like this one. I'm such a big fan of the Beach Boys. I love all of the surfing theme ones as well, right? Like they're just just amazing. So life is too short to carry an ugly pen. Go to Retro51.com and find out more today. Thank you so much to Retro51 for their support of this show at Relay FM. So let's bring up our first guest for this week, and it is Vito Grippy from Story Supply. Give him a round of applause. <laughs> Vito, thank you so much for uh, joining us on the show today. Well, thank you, guys. This is an honor. Um, and there are a lot of you. Out There's there. a lot <laughs> of <this. laughs> don't look at them. Um, just look directly oh, right, in my yes, eyes. Yeah, yes. Yes. Oh, man, the pen out there. Yeah, no, so this
4: is awesome. I've been dreaming of being on the pen Addict, and to be on this episode is extra right. special. Thank you, guys.
0: So, yeah. Vito, can you tell our listeners if anybody doesn't know uh, what Story Supply is, what you're all about? Yeah, so um, we are
4: initially a stationery company so we make notebooks and covers it's pretty cool we have like four of our products on this table um (laughs) and that's sort of where things started but you know gabe my partner is a it is a a designer so we sort of started branching out Uh, we've been asked to do a lot of custom projects and that's sort of branched into other avenues so now we're doing custom shirts and custom products Um, but our heart is still in the things that we love to use
3: which is notebooks mostly so yeah, so I think we first started talking. I think you reached out to me when your Kickstarter launched. What you That was like 2015. That wasn't that long ago. This is August of 2015. Yeah, yep. and you said, uh, hey, I'm Vito, i got this notebook. <laughs> I want you to check it out. Can I send it to you? I'm like, well, yeah, absolutely. You can send it to me. And it landed in my mailbox. And I get a lot of things in my mailbox. And sometimes there's products that stand out like really quickly. And I was like, oh, okay. I need to email Vito back because this is this is pretty good. So I I, I love your product. So tell everyone, like, why did you design these particular notebooks? So it's, you know, your basic three and a half by five and a half memo book. Not only is it a high quality, wonderful stationary product, there's more behind the story on why you decided to create these. Yeah, I mean, we
4: started out. Obviously, a love of, of the products themselves. I mean, I've used pocket notebooks and other notebooks, like everyone else in this room. Um, I have drawers and drawers and closets full of them, like people in this room. Um, so I was I was kind of in a place where I started binding them on my own, and I was just playing around with some ideas. Um, and I started thinking, I want to make some of these. But I was also very conscious of, there are a lot of people making some of these. Um, so initially, you know, we wanted to make something We wanted fountain pen-friendly paper. We wanted certain things that I thought were missing in the market. But I still wasn't convinced, you know, why does the world need another notebook? Um, At the time, I was also, I I teach um, creative writing at a college. And I was also teaching youth um, creative writing courses and that sort of thing. I mean, it occurred to me, um, you know, young people often, they're very creative, but they don't quite, nobody ever asks, you know, what do you want to write about or what do you want to do? So I had that experience over time. So I started thinking, well, maybe if we could find a way that the product could support organizations that I was interested in initially, things like 826, Valencia, and and San Francisco, and those those sorts of things. Sorry. Um, So we decided, well, let's see if we can do some kind of one-for-one model where the purchase of the notebooks would somehow support some of these organizations and help young people, especially in underrepresented communities, you know, find their own voice. Um, Since notebooks have played such a large role in my own sort of development as a creative person so.
0: can you tell me a little bit more about what you guys do with this so if if i'm right whenever somebody buys a pack you donate something mm-hmm. right how does that work um so i had to learn how to use spreadsheets
4: <laughs> um, <laughs> and i'm not quite good at it. it's a very sort of rudimentary um i i get you know the the count of the notebooks that we've been selling so i do it usually quarterly I punched numbers in. Somebody showed me how you can connect spreadsheets. It's amazing. Um, and it shows you, here's what you sold. Here's what you have on hand. Here's what you've given. Um, and so, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's that. And then reaching out to the organizations that we work with and just saying, hey, are you ready? Do you need some? Um, so right now we give to five of the A26. So it's Los Angeles, San Francisco, Chicago, D.C., um, and, and Boston. And then we started working with local organizations in our own community, um, and it's just It's a hustle and packing boxes and trying to get them out there. And then, you know, the best part is getting pictures back and seeing how the kids are using them. And they decorate um, and make them their own thing, which um, at one point I had posted pictures on our own blog, on the Stories of Plyco blog, of my my original composition, Mead composition notebook um, that was very heavily, like, (laughs) grunge-inspired. So there's, you know, like, black marker all over it. You know, and that was a big – that was my space. Mm -hmm. And it's cool to kind of see – other young people adapting and, and and using that in their own lives.
3: So. Yes, yeah, so I know the product started to expand. It was the notebooks and pretty notebooks and pencils in the beginning, and then one of the first cool things I saw come across was Mike Hawthorne's work and your collaboration with him. And I know Anna had Mike on her podcast, yes. Art Supply Posse. And
1: how did you um, hook up with Mike to do the sketchbook?
3: So. We live so
4: York, Pennsylvania is, is sort of this little city rammed between Harrisburg and, and Baltimore. And strangely enough, so I had worked on a literary magazine through the college, and Mike lives in York. He's, he's kind of he's not quite a hermit, but he, he doesn't come out much because he works <laughs> and works, and if anybody follows him on social media knows, the guy is just sketching all day long, yeah and read, I mean sketching. And so he had done a, a cover for the magazine. And just through that, um, at one point, we w- realized that he and I both had a, I'm going to say, somewhat um, substantial um, interest in stationary objects. And <laughs> um, we started having coffee. And it, it just became, I'd bring him pencils, and he'd bring me a notebook. And, you know, and it was just that. And then one day, the conversation started, well, we should make a thing, you know. And he volunteered. Um, he also, he graduated from York City Schools, which is... Um, it's in pretty rough shape, especially their mm-hmm. arts program. And his story, which is kind of you know, part of why we did this thing in in the beginning, is you know he was extremely poor, living in a bad part of town, and his art teachers had just supplied him with sketchbooks, and that was that was it. And they supported him, and now he's you know the lead artist at Marvel for Deadpool, which is pretty yeah. cool. So so the that project specifically was those sketchbooks would um, would donate directly to the school, and it was yeah. cool. We got to go in and hang out with the students. Mike talked to them and then you know they just the the deal is we gave them at the time about 500 um, sketchbooks when they're full they just they call us and we're gonna we're gonna keep giving them more
1: so yeah he emailed me right after um you guys dropped them off and he was just he in the email he's like I practically cried like giving him the sketchbooks he was like so excited about it but um yeah if the the interview that we did on art supply posse he like apologized profusely because you can hear him uh going through his sketches you can hear him (laughs) scrambling the paper in in the interview and afterwards he i guess he went back and listened to it And he's like i'm so sorry i'm so sorry i didn't realize you could hear me moving the paper around and i'm like it's okay it's it's all real life right like that's how frenetic he is
4: and he has a sketchbook in his hand like all all the time he draws all All the
1: time
3: you were actually so moved by that response that you got from him that I remember you like, you s- like, I got to tell you this story.
1: Oh I yeah. Like, I, yeah. I think <laughs> I called Brad and I'm like, I yeah. got to tell you this story. It's so, like something he was so, man, he's so amazing. Yeah. yeah I yeah. totally, I just think he's amazing. Like,
3: so seeing what you do like to affect people, that like really means a, a lot. And, and that, that's such a cool thing to hear those stories and it's through stationary. These are very simple objects, right? Mm-hmm. And we mm-hmm. all, you know sometimes put them up on a higher platform but like getting these kids involved and giving them the tools to you know broaden their horizons a little bit and think is is really really cool so that's uh, awesome that you do that so Thank you. we have uh, since we've b- i've been following you at least um you have expanded the product lineup you've started to come out you were, you emailed me before the dc show last year and like hey, i think we're gonna be at the dc show i was like wow like that's cool, so what m- what made you want to go to like a pen show and bring story supply out there to tell your story um I
4: mean, initially, I just wanted to go to pen shows <laughs> <I know>. and <laughs> and you know oh, the cool time. thing is some coming home coming home with actual money justifies it, you know <laughs> <laughs> makes it easier to leave for three, four days at a time and leave the family home when it's my job, right. Right, which is strange to say because it's so much fun um but you know we we wanted to. We, we knew that, you know, we were already in part of the community online um, and interacting with people online. But, you know, it, we just wanted to get out and start meeting people. Um, D.C.'s, strangely, you know, the biggest one is the closest one or one of the closest ones. So we're like, well, let's let's give it a shot. It was kind of scary. Yeah. And that's why I emailed you because mm-hmm. I was like, you know, at least we'll have – are you going to be there? And <laughs> is there somebody that can kind of hold our hand through this? You mm-hmm. know, it was just good to have one person that, you know, knew, yeah. knew the ropes and – it was awesome. Yeah, and it apparently was it
3: wasn't it wasn't uh, it didn't turn you off so you didn't, like let's say, Hey, let's do this again. No, it was it was amazing. Yeah, yeah.
4: just meeting people, um, you know, just get so many new faces, people that you know, I mean you guys know you you run into people and introduce yourselves as your like Instagram or, or Twitter mm-hmm. handles, you know. And it was cool yeah. just to start putting putting faces to those names and yeah. and we sold a lot. So that's yeah. awesome. Like, awesome. this is cool.
3: Yeah, that's super cool. So what's uh, what's next for you? You've like you've ramped it up like really quickly. Like the Kickstarter you know that was a process and a project, and then, like all of a sudden it's like the like the light bulb switched on, and it's like been full go. I've been watching mm-hmm. you recently, and it's just like been crazy, crazy hopping so what's what's the plan um well, uh, kind of
4: going in line with you know there are plenty of pocket notebooks um we and we're gonna keep releasing those, but we've been playing around with some other ideas um more most specifically. I'd like to make a a larger, closer to A5-ish, I'll say, notebook um, that's stitch-bound, either cloth or some, you know, not necessarily a hard-bound book, but maybe like semi-hard book. And I originally started making stitch-bound books. um, I probably, I'm going to embarrass myself by saying this, but my initial run at like hand-sewing signatures ended with a needle stuck through my finger, Uh and blood, and there was lightheadedness, special a concu- edition a concussion. <laughs> um, yeah. So if anybody wants a bloody notebook, um, so yeah. So that was my initial run. So then after that, I was like, well, let's slow down a little bit and uh, let's see some, what staples look like because that's a little safer <laughs> than needles. And so you know, and but I, I started doing it again. And we have you know, I posted a, a picture of a prototype, I think last week, and the response was enough to say, okay, maybe we should try it. So now it's just a matter of figuring out the logistics. Um, as Anna knows now and Brad, you know, when it comes to manufacturing and trying to manufacture things in the United States, it gets difficult mm-hmm. quickly. So we're just trying to work s- through some of those obstacles, trying to bring some of the process in house. Um, I'm getting better at sewing signatures, <laughs> you know, so, um, so I, I mean, I'd like to make as much of that process hands-on and handmade as possible. Yeah. kind of, you know, so that'll be hopefully, my goal is DC to have some on the table.
3: Wow. That's, uh.
4: Maybe not a lot, but yeah. have some on the table. One. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there will be
3: one. one that's one not fi- bloody. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> <So> yeah go, <laughs> right. Over, go over to the story supply table. He's got it hidden in the back. I oh made yeah. him bring it out so I could see it, and I love it. Cool. Um, it's this great, great style, great design. It's a wonderful notebook, and so go tell him that you love it so he'll make a bunch of them. Yeah.
4: Not the bloody one. Not the bloody just one. Just to be clear. <laughs> yeah,
3: just so we're clear.
0: So Vito, tell uh, the PanAct audience where they can find your products and find out more. Okay,
4: So we are at storysupplyco.com, um, and we're also available at Jetpens and a couple other smaller retailers, but Pride Jetpens is the easiest person other than ourselves to buy it from. I mean, they have most of the lineup. They started carrying the Mike Hawthorne sketchbooks. They've recently got the, uh, the leather covers. Um, so yeah, that's those places. And I can be reached at. That's what you wanted me to say next, right?: mm-hmm. I listen to the show. I should know how this goes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, we are the Story Supply Co on Instagram and Story Supply on Twitter, because there's somebody holding on to that name and yeah. not doing anything with it, as that goes. Um, and also, I'm available at uh, Vito Grippy on uh, Twitter and Instagram.
0: Big round of applause, Vito. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks, guys. Thank you. All right. Now... We're also super excited today to be joined by one more guest. But before we do, let me just thank our second sponsor for this week's show, and that is Mac Weldon. They make the most comfortable underwear, socks, shirts, undershirts, hoodies, and sweatpants that you're ever going to wear. Mac Weldon is better than whatever you're wearing right now, and they are so confident of this. They have a no-questions-asked-return policy. Mac Walden sure that you're going to be super comfortable in whatever you buy from them, but if for any reason you don't like your first pair, just keep them, and they'll refund you. No questions asked. By pairing premium fabrics with meticulous attention to detail and a simple shopping experience, Mac Walden delivers a new level of daily comfort straight to your door. Mac Walden make undershirts that stay tucked, socks that stay up, and waistbands that do not roll. I'm wearing Mack stuff today. I showed Brad this morning as we were getting ready. <laughs> so I wanted. To so that's a thing. I showed Brad because I wanted him to be able to prove because I don't want to show you. Yeah. This explains this why you video.
1: guys wouldn't come down for breakfast. Yeah, so we right. take a while.
0: We were mac welding up and the yep. room, so We were late. Because yep. <laughs> I was like, you know, it's a big day today. I want to feel nice and comfortable. Yeah. So. Just for the record, everything was still in his hands. He's like, "I'm putting it all
3: on now." So. Yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we have a whole routine, you know. We we roll over in the morning. He's like, "Good morning, buddy." And but like, How I, you I will s- yeah. I will
3: say the uh, the pants you rave about. I did pick up Mike from the airport and out bouncing from the international. He's talking about the
0: sweatpants th- now, not yeah. underpants. I was wearing wearing more than my underpants when I came (laughs) off the plane. But yeah, I was wearing those sweatpants. Nine and a half hour flight. Like, that is all I need. And I am super comfortable. So... Anyway, uh, <laughs> Mac Weldon's underwear, socks, and shirts look good and perform well. Listeners of this show can get 20% off at macweldon.com. That's M A C K W E L D O N.com. Just use the code PENADDICT and you will get that 20% off at checkout. Thank you so much to Mac Weldon for their support of this show and Relay FM. So please welcome to the stage Mr. Jonathan Brooks from the Carolina Pen Company. You're a star around these parts.
5: Uh, it sounds like it, yeah, yeah. this is big
3: time, guys. This Seriously. Is, this is serious business right now.
0: So I think the first time that at least I came in to contact with you was last year, right? Right, yes. When yeah. I bought the Sky at Night, right? That's the product name. Yes, the famous <laughs> Sky at Night. Yes. Sky at
2: Night.
0: I don't know if you're aware, Brad, but that's the product name now. Yeah, yes. I'm aware. I'm aware. So... Many people know that you make your own pens, right? This is what you do, and I wanted to kind of find out how and why. Like, how did you start making your own pens? Why did you start making your own pens? How did this become a thing? Well, without going too far back, I pretty much started uh, when I was a young
5: kid growing up with my grandfather. He used to be a woodworker and such. I was too young to do anything as far as working with the tools, but, you know, just working with your hands, working with wood, he would turn on a lathe he would make you know spindles for chairs and mm-hmm. tables and such and he passed it uh, when I was very young so I never got to learn much from him but you know 20 years later I get a bug to you know try my hand at it and I wanted to you know during my researching and things like that pens was never an option it was well I want to look into bowl turning yeah you know as an option and uh, found a local heart, a local store that was teaching classes. Called them up. They said, "Well, that's not for another three months, but this weekend we have a uh, a pen making class, doing the uh, component style pens." So uh, my wife and I, you know, okay, we'll try it out and. Kind of got the bug from it. Bought the lathe. Bought just about everything needed <laughs> Was that right
0: off like, the one session. Like <laughs> oh, uh, five minutes
5: after walking out of it. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh, yeah. Wow. Right there. Right there. And because uh, it's addicting, it really is. I mean, just working with your hands and making something, regar- regardless of what it is, you know, it's rewarding. And you know, I've never made a bowl. So I I, I never got that far. And so I started in the component pens and quickly got bored. There's not a whole lot of variety, uh, especially with, uh, you know, the components themselves, materials, the wood, wood's always fun to work with, but the commercial acrylics, not so much. Everybody has it. Everybody can use it. So uh, I started getting into making my own materials and when I made my own materials, I said, well, I want to start making pens from scratch. You know, so I do fully custom made, cut all the threads, do everything myself. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of uh, snowballed from there about nine years ago now.
1: So when you say you make your own materials, mm-hmm. you are you talking about, like, making your own resins?
5: Exactly, yes. Uh, I, I started again in, with the components and... Uh, I'm self-taught with everything I do. Yes, I did take the pen-making class, but that was one, I think it was about an hour-long session, and after that it was... That's all
0: it takes, folks. Yeah, exactly.
5: Yeah, exactly. That's all there is to it. One hour with with a bunch of material spinning 2,000 RPM in your face, that's all there is to it. Stick it with a a sharp object, and you've got a pen. That's all there is to it. And so... You know, after months and months and months of practice and learning how to, teaching myself how to make the resin materials, uh, I would post some of that work online and just get some feedback from other pen makers. And it was, hey, do you have any more of that material? Where can I get it? And it quickly snowballed into a full-time job. And I did that for many years, just making the material uh, and it was just for pen makers, uh, doing the components and stuff like that. And when I started getting into the custom work, I really started to focus on designing resin specifically for that application. So the resin, it's machinable. You can thread it, everything like that. And, you know, over time, I just developed my own techniques and my own style. And again, and that, again, snowballed into Carolina Pen Company and everything I do now. Can you give us,
3: as, as someone who is very familiar with your work and sees, like, the amazing yeah. materials you create, I s- it still doesn't work in my brain. I'm a very simple man. <laughs> <laughs> How these materials start from liquids or powders or well, Do they even. Whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or ma- magic, in your case, a lot. Um, do you
1: bring them down from Mordor? Yeah.
3: yeah. Yes. <laughs> Like, yes, can I get like a technical 101 without, sure. you know, you don't have to go into all the secrets, tra- but just- secrets, but I don't know how you go from, I need
5: materials and here's a primary manipulation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the simplest way to put it is the resin. It's a polyurethane blend. You mix it one. It's a part A and a part B. You mix it one to one ratio by weight and only by weight. And once you mix the A and B together, the clock starts. You have about seven minutes before it turns solid. So once you mix your – and it's clear. It's a clear base to start with. And there are so many different types of pigments you can do. Uh, my favorite one to let everybody know about that I'm almost ashamed to admit is I use women's makeup. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. I have a giant collection of women's makeup. (laughs) (laughs) I I buy it by the pound. Yes. (laughs) If you need some eyeshadow, I can hook you up.
0: I would have net. You could (laughs) have had me sit here all day, and guess I would like food coloring. I never
5: would have guessed women's makeup. It's a it's a mica powder. And there are different vendors. You can buy it in all different every
0: color under the rainbow. All right the again. different
5: colors, uh, also also different um, micron size. So you can have it very fine, which mm-hmm. will give you more of a mother of pearl look, or you can have it in large flakes, which will give it more of a uh, like a custom car paint job flare.
1: But and you're but you're probably buying it like from like a commercial vendor. You're not like going yes. to the final. No, and I'm nine. not going to. <laughs> no, I'm not going to Mac or anything like yeah. that. No,
5: <laughs> yet. No, not yet. No.
0: He's <laughs> like, I just run out. I'm
5: gonna I'm, go. Yeah, yeah. I'm, no, gonna, yeah I'm
1: envisioning you like scraping it out of those little those little <laughs> dishes. You're not no, doing it, that. It, you're it, like it, getting it by loo- the pound. It's
5: all loose powder. It's yeah. all loose powder. Okay. And so that's where that's where a lot of the shimmer, a lot of the shine comes in. But there's also dyes.
0: There's Mike, you're messing me up.
2: <laughs> it's just the, the
0: shimmer and shine, and I imagine like a commercial comes on the TV and it's like, ooh, yeah. I'm going to get
5: makeup. <laughs> There are days I come in looking like I've been at a strip club and I'm covered in glitter. I am covered in, it. I'm covered in oh glitter.
1: You, you and our, our jobs are not all that different. No. <laughs> I, come, I come home covered in glitter too.
5: And so, I mean, there's transparent dyes, there are uh, what I call paste pigments, which are opaque. Uh, which sometimes are used in fiberglass gel coat, it's pretty much anything that's not Mm water-based. If it's water-based, it's not going to be compatible with the resin. So to answer your question finally, Mm -hmm. uh, the easiest way to describe it is once I mix the, the clear resin together, I will separate that into separate containers, pigment them however I need, and before the clock runs out and it turns solid, I have to pour it into my mold in whatever layers I want, swirl however I need to, wow. and get it. And the kicker is, it has to be cast under pressure, because if I don't, there's air bubbles all throughout. So it has to go then go into a giant pressure container, which is about ten gallons in size, and use air compressor to shrink the bubbles.
0: How did you learn that part?
5: Taught myself. I don't. But <laughs> I, no, they don't. <laughs>
0: Whatever, (laughs) (laughs) but like this stuff about doing it under pressure and stuff like that, right? Uh, Did that come from anyone? uh,
5: The recommendation from the resin manufacturer because it's it's used for a lot of prototyping stuff for you know movie props and stuff like that. So it it, it has a lot of uses. Yeah. So the science,
0: like you, you you would find that out. But I mean, obviously, I I get the idea. Like the the materials that you use and the way that you swell them and mix them. That's your yeah that's, that's all, yeah, that's all. Self-taught.
5: That's yeah, that's all self taught. That's all, no outside influence on really on how to do that part.
0: And I, I think that's what
3: sets you apart, and why you've become such a big thing in this community that we're in. You don't be- know the limitations, yeah. right? Like, no, there are like, not. Yeah, yeah. And no. we see things that we haven't seen before, and like, you know, I'm not, you know, long in this industry myself. But, you know, you look through history and you see, th- you know, all these pens that people have made. And recently, you know, a lot of different, you know, manufacturers doing things with acrylic. And then you see Jonathan's work and you go, that's Jonathan Brooks. Yes. You can tell. Like, yeah. you know when you see a Jonathan Brooks pen. And there happens to be one on this table. More than one. <laughs> yes. yes, But there's some uh, some stealth things that you do that you're actually... You know, I've been uh, kind of picking your brain for a yes. while on, and we can actually talk about them
5: yes. now.
3: And I think so we want to uh, be able to spill a few beans on yes. this show,
5: if that's okay with you. That's absolutely right. Uh, would you like the honors, or no? I no, would like so you so to do you. it. Okay. This is this is your show, man. Yes. Like spill seriously. your beans. Yes, I'm going to bare my soul here. Um, so for many years, I work with many different uh, pen makers, pen manufacturers, and. The one I am the most proud of to date is the Conalea Pen Company. Uh, Hugh and Carol came to me years ago with their vision, their dream, and asked what I could do to help. Uh, he she was he was familiar with my work, and uh, we we talked endlessly. And he would provide some of the uh, inspirational photos that you now see on their on their table. Mm-hmm and asked me to make that into something that can be tangible that can be taken home made into a pen so for what I do with them on a you know I bring the vision to life is the best way to describe it and it's you know it's it's really cool because it's something that I've never done before and part of the agreement is you know I'm only going to do it for them it's something that they approached it was their idea their uh, their vision that uh they asked me to help them create and it's been an awesome partnership there Hugh and carol are awesome uh we chat at least a couple times a week mm-hmm. you know and uh best part is is this is just the tip of the iceberg with what you guys have seen it it's there's a lot more to come and i'm excited for it and mm.
3: Well, if it's anything like what you've done so far, we are all in for a treat. <laughs> yeah, so. oh, you are,
5: <laughs> definitely. Most definitely, yes.
3: Um so what's what's the latest um Brooks Materials and Design? What what's <laughs> kind of so I mean, you're essentially a mad scientist, right? Yeah. You're yeah. Yeah, so yeah. not you're sure. not a pen mm-hmm. maker, you're a mad scientist. Oh yeah, I love so, to experiment. So you get in there like you'll send me pictures or you'll tell me I'm doing this. I'm like my head explodes a little <laughs> bit. So, what's what's the latest on the mad scientist rack um, uh, the at mo- the Brooks Farm?
5: The uh, the most recent with the resins is the uh, the new primary manipulation. Uh, we calling it
0: three point oh, uh, only because I'm um, can't think of a better name. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you yeah. you already kind of knocked it out of the park with primary manipulation, yeah, right? Cool like, like you can't yeah. really change a, that. Fu- it's, name. A, it's a cool name, yeah.
5: and it's. Uh, you know, it's very much like the original, except it's, you know, it's a little bit more, uh that was the best word, vibrant. You know, I, instead of using mostly solid colors, it's very trans, translucent, transparent, but at the same time, I wanted it to be a little bit more pop. And, you mm-hmm. know, kind of, you know, if I if I can get it any more, uh you know. Vibrant. I I know I've said it twice now, but that's the best word I can think. Of. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> and it's point. uh so instead of using, you know, solid and opaque colors, uh-huh. I threw in uh what everyone's been calling uh unicorn horn. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's this it's from uh, the makeup counter. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, exactly. It's a uh it's a mother of pearl uh dye. Super expensive, very hard to find. I it took me forever to find it, but once I found it, I was like I Hello. gotta try it. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, you know, I've gotta try this, and it it just it's killer. Uh, it's there's not a single one left uh, on my table, and anytime I post one, it's gone in within a couple minutes, and uh, that's just the tip. It's you know it's the first one I've tried. I've got more ideas. I've got endless ideas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's a whole lot more to come on that front. Well, we can, we can't wait to see it. I
3: know. Oh yeah, <laughs> and Mike can't wait to name another pen. Okay. <laughs> uh, weirdly
0: and, and incorrectly. But, you know, if you want, I could just come by the table tomorrow, and I can just you absolutely for great. free. No. Cool. So yeah. I'll, I'll post some follow up about that. <laughs> so, uh, Jonathan, where can people find your work and keep up to date with what you're up to? Uh,
5: the best way to keep up to date with everything I've been doing is on my Instagram account. It's uh, Brooks underscore eight zero, me, eight zero three. Mm-hmm. And you can also uh, check out my website. It's carolinapincompany.com. dot com, and uh, that's pretty much all I uh, all I put out because it's so hard to keep up with everything else
0: these days. Yeah. Thank, Thank you so much for joining us. A big round of applause for Mr. Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So. I think that uh, about brings us to the end of this week's episode. This was a really good idea, actually, having peop- having guests on yeah. the show. Hashtag line. Brad Present. was right. Again, so... <laughs> I just want to... I just, uh, I, I, you know... It, my issue wasn't having these fine people on the show. I was just worried it's, it's if the, if the yeah. technical things would work well, out. Well, it was wonderful. Um, yeah. We have the amazing Hackett Brothers Hackett to Brothers for King. doing that, as they always do. Yes. So I think that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Um, if you want to find our show notes for this week, head on over to relay.fm slash penaddict slash 253. Brad, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, I am
3: on Twitter at dowdyism, D-O-W-D-Y-I-S-M, and on Instagram at penaddict.
0: And Anna,
1: I am at wellappointeddesk.com and at uh, well a p p t desk on Instagram and Twitter.
0: This was that's why I asked him, yeah, so I didn't have to say yours because I can't. Do I it. can never do it
1: either because I'm uh, not go trying, to well.
0: You know, not to look at my screen too much because yes, this is absolutely. what happens when I do when you're on the yeah, show. It's a pain. I bring I'm it all sorry. up in front of me and I just read okay. it out. I I can't
1: do that. Wellappointeddesk.com and the links to everything else are there. Yes. Perfect. (laughs) It solves a lot of problems. Uh,
0: Thanks again to Retro51 and Matt Weldon for supporting this week's episode. Uh, If you want to find me online, I'm at imike, I M Y K E. Most of all, uh, thanks to everyone who helped get us here, make this possible, bring us all together. Uh, Thanks to our guests, Vito and Jonathan. Thank you to our lovely studio audience. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. Until then, Say goodbye, guys. Goodbye, guys.
2: <laughs> goodbye, live stream.
0: All right. Let's open that door because I'm yeah, going right, to die. We, yeah, we, all got, right. we got goodies.